Yo, what up, pod racers? Are you like me where you sunburn easily? Have narrow shoulders you want to hide from the world? Weirdly small nips? Great news, we have a solution. Original tabletop shirt designs. Reading Rainbow, Dungeon Club, a dungeon in a dragon. Find these and more over at patreon.com slash goblins growlers shirt club at the $25 tier. These are all exclusive limited run designs. We'll never bring them back again. So be sure you get yours by signing up at patreon.com slash goblins growlers. Yippee! My notes from yesterday's game says I don't use cups, and that's the only things I wrote. All right, wonderful. That's vaguely connected to what happened, I guess. I know exactly what that's about. That's about you saying that the goblet was something we all use every day. Uh, and Lon was like, no, I don't. And then all Lauren right. came in to verify this. And then, <laughs> Alex, you started yelling, talking to Lauren, but she couldn't hear you because we all have headphones on, and you didn't understand that. <laughs> If she yells loud enough, the sound waves. Yeah, that's. I'm just like, Banshee from X Men, guys. It it bounces around inside Alan's skull and broadcasts <laughs> out like Alan is a flesh speaker. <laughs> Gross. Flesh, <laughs> flesh speaker is my band name. Flesh speaker anyway. needs to be a class or a subclass. Get on that. <laughs> yeah, I'll start working on that right for you. This is Quid Pro Roll. A fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, uh. Let me get my guitar All right, and. Three, two. Well, howdy, listener. Welcome to the Daily Crier Listening Show, where all the news and variant and beyond can make its way right to you. <sighs> where to begin? There's been a lot of changes going on here at Daily Crier HQ. Some more mysterious than others but all bringing a breath of fresh air on the operation. Looks like I'm fixing to head out on the streets of Tinkerhaven soon. Stay on assignment, they say. Don't talk about the show while I'm there. Avoid the guard with black eyes. You know, the usual, I know, I know. But as mysteries go, hopefully this won't stall the circus of ferrets in my brain like the key cup conundrum the party just faced. I'm sure we're all glad they eventually worked it out. But you do wonder. Who or what has it? Where or how it might be? And if they find the key, what will it have cost? Well, keep your ears tuned in. And as always, listeners, y'all take care now. So you all are finding yourselves going back the way that you came through the forest. Uh, honestly, trying to figure out what to do now. This is a you huge waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> you know where the temple is, but you don't know how to get in. And you know what the key looks like, but not where it is. 
I've got a good feeling about this, because that temple was probably full of traps and complicated puzzles and potentially deadly situations, and now we don't have to deal with any of that. We can just go shopping. What, what do you mean we don't have to... We're still going to have to go to the temple, Solinar. Well, yeah, but like, you know, the shrine is usually pretty dangerous too, and now we don't have to deal with that. But who knows where the... the... The, the key is, it, it could be worse whatever we have to deal with next. Yeah, because you know what we're going to have to deal with? We're going to have to deal with haggling and inflated prices and have, and worrying about business hours as we go f- try to find this. Uh, or we could worry about none of that and just pick the key up as it was picked up in the first place using a five-finger discount and Solonar waggles his fingers. Well, you got to find it before you can steal it. Nobody's well, stealing anything. Put those fingers away. <laughs> We're on a quest for the Holy Grail. I mean, oh. in fairness, is it really stealing when it's the reclaiming of a holy artifact? For the yes. reason that that artifact was made? Absolutely. You if try- you're stealing something from the shop, then that's stealing. It doesn't matter what you're stealing. And in fact, the more nice and holy and important it is, probably the more stealing it is. Alita, is uh, there so you're, is there any legend that says what this cup looks like? There was a tapestry in the shrine. Well, yeah, I, mean, I think Koza drew it. Okay. Yes. It, yeah, I I made a sketch of it right here. Well, and remember, it will react to the mirror pendant. It'll react to you, the what? The the pendant, the amulet. Oh, I'm oh, oh, oh. When you say it will react to the pendant, do you mean the pendant's going to point the way to it, or we're going to have to get near the pendant and and then it's going to glow? Would you hate me if I told you it's the second one? Is the cup going to glow, or is the pendant going to glow? The pendant and the cup both sort of shine a teeny bit. It's not really this huge radiant light. Because I'm thinking, what if it's in a box somewhere underneath a counter? Then we're going to need to open a bunch of boxes. I, I don't know what to tell you. I foresee I'm... a lot of problems with this, unless somebody can cast some sort of scrying spell on this cup. Well, actually, that's a thought. How? I'm not familiar with scrying, but is there a way to find an item with scrying? I think I think that's the main thing you do with scrying, isn't it? I'm not going to say what I know we're all thinking. I, I, I'm not really sure what you're thinking, but what, what do you need me to do? You strike me as the only one who has the kind of magical knowledge that could get us close to a concept of what scrying is and how it works. Give me one second. I need to check to see if druids can do that. I don't think druids can scry, but yeah, I'm... you're also the only dedicated caster we have. Hey, and... if we... I could cast Thunder Wave to find it. I could cast Earth Tremor to find it. Yeah, if the spells, <laughs> if if a spell that betrayed all of your friends and almost killed them were what we needed, we'd be gravy. It's a, it's yeah, you would be gravy. It's a, it's a metal cup, right? Uh, yes, it's made of copper. All right. Well, I can just wander around and cast Heat Metal until something catches fire. In a. You want to continue putting heat metal in Tinkerhaven, the city of clockwork and gears. Somebody better not be wearing a metal codpiece. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the good news is that Scrine is in fact a druid spell. What? Um, 
the bad news is we'll need to wait until I'm can until I can cast level five spells to <laughs> to find the key. We're, so let's uh, wait. We're only four levels away. All right, I'm gonna no pass my. Problem. I'm gonna pass my hat around. Everybody, put a level in there for Koza. <laughs> <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm hearing is you if you guys want to do a scry, you're gonna have to find like a wizard or somebody you can hire. Yeah. Pretty scry for a wizard guy. Well, we can we should know not to go near any of the wizards near like the sports arenas because there's no scrying in baseball. Well done. That was Thank you. you. Know the, se- the setup was very close to being too long, but I think it I, was it was actually too long, <laughs> but I think you still landed. <laughs> Honestly, Brandon, I'm giving you an inspiration point for that, but because because it was so long, the timing was better for me. Okay. So go ahead and take that inspiration point, Plaid Cat, for you. One virtual Plaid Cat. One virtual Plaid... If you come into the shop, I'll give you one of the Plaid Cats. Okay. I will just physically give you the sticker. I don't know what I'm going to do when I run out of Plaid Cats. You know, this might not be such a crazy idea. We could talk to Sophia, who seems to know a lot about magic and potions and Potion magic. Oh my god, she has to know a lot of things about uh, vessels you put potions into, too. Like, maybe even a holy grail. You know, that's not completely outside the realm of reason. I still think I should talk to Alyssa as well. I don't think Alyssa should know at all about this. (laughs) What if we just ask something that would be... I don't know, maybe ask... Just generally about people who collect treasures. Um, well, we could be like, we're looking for a um, a magical plate, and um, or maybe like a, a magical spoon or, or 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 a magical salad bowl. We're looking for a magical long- dinnerware set, like it's a whole set. Yeah, and that way she won't know what we're actually looking for, but it might point us in the direction of, of people who who collect similar things to what we're looking for we should probably got the right idea yeah we should probably look into uh scavengers we should look into tomb raiders we should look into people who strip copper out of houses to recycle it um yeah that's we should go (laughs) to the recycling center i bet it might be there i think you lost the plot a little bit midway through but i think it started in a good place no, actually, Boat's onto something. I used to know this Tomb Raider. Her name was Laura Craft, and she was like constantly diving into ruins and finding magic items and then selling them for lots of money. She made the best macaroni and cheese, so the legend goes. All right, let's let's just go You've find. You've heard a... of Laura Craft? Let's just go find a wizard. <laughs> so you're going to make it to the monastery. It's going to be evening by the time you arrive. Did you want to stay and rest, or did you want to travel through the night to get back to Tinkerhaven? We're staying. There's chores to be done. Everybody grab a broom. Well, Boat wants to see his dad again, right? Yeah, but I Boat, don't I don't want to do chores. You're exempt. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Alright. Oh. I'll do your chores for you so you can spend more time with your father. Um, Solonar, speaking of somebody who you, that person, Laura Craft, well, um, I, I actually know a dragonborn who might have it also. Um, uh, he's a drake by the name of Nathan. <laughs> Sorry, I had to go back to the <laughs> Don't joke. Apologize. I can't say I'm familiar with this Nathan Drake, but, you know, we'll have to, we'll have to check it out. It's a little bit of uncharted territory for me. Guys! <laughs>
<laughs> Don't make Alex too upset or we're going to be out of the scrying pan and into the fire. <laughs> uh, guys, I think that should be the episode name. That's great. Somebody make that note. Yeah, that's the end of the episode. Yeah. It's a 10-minute episode. Have fun, guys. We did it. So you guys are going to arrive at the monastery. Uh, the lanterns have all been lit. Everything is soft and warm. You can hear the sounds of people scuttling around, doing their various chores, some conversation. It seems like pretty peaceful if you decide that you're going to stay. The lanterns are lit. They require our assistance with chores. I think these are just to light the outside, but okay. Gone chores calls for aid. <laughs> Gone chores calls for aid. <laughs> so stupid. All right. Koza, Solinar, what are you guys doing? Um, yeah, walking into that um that monastery, gonna gonna go see if um is does anybody greet us? No. You are acknowledged, but it seems like everybody is too busy doing what they're doing to pay a whole lot of attention. Does everyone pause and turn and just simultaneously do the like head bob that you do when you notice somebody you know, but you're not sure if they're looking in your direction or not. So you're like, okay, I'll do the head bob just in case. And that way they know I've acknowledged them, but I'm not going to say anything just in case they don't know I'm here. Not everyone all at once as if it was a terrifying hive mind, but a few people do the head nod of acknowledgement. Do a few people put their hands up as if they're about to wave, but then they're not sure if we've made eye contact yet. So they kind of like hold their hand there awkwardly and then they stretch like, oh, yawn. One person does. Yes. <laughs> and they actually say yawn. <laughs> it's been a long no, day. No, they just do a really stupidly fake yawn. The Time to be hitting the old dusty trail. <laughs> Alex actually yawned after that. That actually did make me yawn, yes. Yawned yourself into a yawn. <laughs> Stop talking about yawning or I'll yawn again. The, Yo, dog, yard. I heard you like yawning. <laughs> so we put some yawns in your yawn so you can yawn while you yawn. I will yawn under an awning. The yawn yearning. Koza, Solinar, what you doing? All right. Well, according to this here chore list, I'm supposed to never do laundry again, which is weird because I thought I did fine doing laundry. You also shouldn't clean kitchens. That... Wasn't me. That is was Johannes. Ever, We've been over this. We're just getting terrible at chore at one chore after another, so eventually we don't ask him to do any chores again. No, you know what? Screw you guys. I'm gonna clean the hell out of this kitchen. I'll show you. I'll show you all. I swear if you roll a one. <laughs> <laughs> Strange how there was no gunpowder in there, but it still blew up. Alright, uh Koza. Koza puts stuff in his room and then goes to see if there's any food left in the kitchen there's Thanks. some but it's at the point that it's mostly like not cold leftovers that's sad but like most of the food that's still left out is the stuff that is okay to eat colder at room temperature all right so they, had, they had a deli tray they had a they had a meeting and they never cleaned it, was, it up there's a jersey mike's like tray just of like half half subs there's a lot of, like, really liquidy fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Can we make canon that there's somebody named, like, Tinker Mike that has a sub shop that does catering? <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead. That's right. fine. I rolled for kitchen cleaning. What did you roll? That's a net 20, baby! So what I'm hearing is fueled by his 
rage at the injustice of everyone thinking that he destroyed the kitchen in the Illustre, Solinar cleans the kitchen flawlessly and spotlessly. Solinar goes into the kitchen and there's other people doing tasks around the kitchen because it's a big kitchen. So there's like somebody's like drying dishes and somebody's washing dishes. Somebody's working on cleaning countertops. And Solinar's like, everybody out. This is my kitchen now. Go find other chores to do or better yet, use the time for meditation. And they're like, oh, geez, I don't know. And then like they see like the look in his, the steely resolve. And they're like, all right, well, we'll. We'll be back in a little while, you know, in case you need any help. And then an hour later, the kitchen is sparkling and spotless. And Solonar is like, this will show them. This will show them all. Boat, Johannes, what are you guys up to? I want to let uh, I want to let uh, Chapman finish because I think we stepped on him getting food a little bit. Yes. Oh, so Tinker Mike's. Yeah, uh, Kosas just kind of puts together a little meal and eats his meal. That's pretty much it. Was there other course <laughs> that needed to be done? What's on that sandwich? Um, Guys. Well, no. I want to know. Sandwich fixings. But did he Go, get like, did he get like. Do the- it in a wrap. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Um, what? of foods do they have here? I'm sure Koza smells something tasty, something that is near. If you fear that there won't be dinner, don't worry. Koza eats a sandwich. <laughs> it's not exactly who's the, it's not exactly who's that pokemon but i think that's a good audiogram for this episode <laughs> oh man uh, the best part about that is it was such a bad rap that you just made a sandwich oh and my can we froze. started this podcast with such high hopes such Did dreams we? johannes boat uh boat's gonna poke around uh go over to his dad's room um see if he can't sleep on the couch okay uh you notice that your dad is not there nor are his belongings oh that's right he was moving out to go live with his lady um well i guess i can stay in the room tonight and i'll ask tomorrow if anybody has a forwarding address for him sounds like a plan nobody should mind that i'm in here i'll just clean it up before i leave johannes um, what am I doing? I'm cleaning the roof tiles with a toothbrush, polishing them up. So you'll be there till dawn. The morning breaks after a night of rest for everyone ah! but Johannes. Who broke the morning? The sun oh. rises, and just as the first rays of light are peeking over the horizon... The sounds of shuffling around have already begun. Shuffleboard. Yeah. Yes, they've decided to play shuffleboard at this monastery. Not that they're early risers and getting stuff done in the mornings. Boat's going to get up and he's going to try and tidy up the sleeping space. He's also going to do a once over on the room just to make sure his dad didn't leave anything like treasured memories from Boat's childhood pictures and the like. Everything looks to be pretty cleaned up. He lived pretty minimalist. It would be surprising if he left something behind. Okay. 
Um, as you're tidying up, though, you do hear a knock on the door. Um, I slide the door open. Alita is standing there, kind of shuffling with her bag. Oh, are you ready to go? Uh, yeah, more or less. I got up. I was just tidying up since I, you know, slept here. Uh, Dad had just moved out, so I wasn't sure if they'd reassigned it or anything. But nobody came in last night, so it's fine. Okay. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I just forgot that he said he was moving so soon after us having to deal with all that stuff looking for that cup. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm just going to go get everybody together. Yeah, okay. Do you know if they have a uh, Continental here or anything? <laughs> you would know better than I would. I mean, things change in, in several years, you know. Well, I Do you I know, did they have breakfast going is what I was asking. I haven't checked. Honestly, I was thinking that we would just head, head go ahead now. Maybe grab something for the road at best. I'm just going to see if they have like an apple or something. Okay. So, Johannes, Koza, Solinar, getting up, waking up. Wake me up before I go-go. I've made coffee and I'm bringing it to yo. Here you go. Oh, uh, thank you. You're welcome. On to the next one. Here you go. Oh. Oh, you even got one sugar and two creams in here, just like I like it. Thank you. Mm, I try to remember my numbers. <laughs> and last but not least, I've got some tea. Oh, perfect. That, 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 how did you know that's what I wanted? Because I asked you before you went to bed. <laughs> oh, you, you did, <laughs> didn't you? I did. With the good news, I'm gonna need this coffee today. I was up all night shining that roof tile. It does look very nice. Thank you. I feel like you gotta start it at the top if you wanna make it to the bottom. R right. Um, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I, I guess. So, uh, what is the plan when we get back to Tinker Haven? Because aren't there people looking for Koza and also me? And also, murder crime stuff happening? Probably, but our first goal is to go talk to our potion and cup expert who owns a house. She's a homeowner. <laughs> it's really impressive in today's economy. You can do anything if you market yourself well enough. Ah, uh, yes, I'll put on my resume, owns house. Boat has gotten back with the group now that he's gotten his apple. And he got his own coffee since apparently none was brought for him. Yeah, no one, no one loves Boat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. truly what it is. Boat, I brought you the pot. All right, I'll drink out of that. No! <laughs> it's a we perfectly respectable thing to do. <laughs> That's what all the cool kids are doing, drinking coffee out of the pot. I've seen several news stories talking about how it's a bad influence on our kids. <laughs> perfectly all right. respectable. All um, right, guys. All right, so we need to figure out a plan. Uh, I think the best thing to do is go to try and hire a local wizard to try to scry that cup for us. And then if that fails, then we go to plan B. What's plan B? Excuse me, Mr. Monkman, do you have a yellow books of the local wizards? Oh, uh, sorry. No, I don't. Oh my gosh, they don't make it up here. You might be able to find a directory back in the city. We gotta find one of them spell books. Where they list all the local wizards in their contacts. Quick question. Um, how how familiar 
of an object <laughs> does an object need to be to locate it with the spell locate object? Yeah, that would just be I would just Intimately. be keeping it to the spell. The ah. more you know about the more you know the object and the closer the object is to like your day-to-day life, the better it's going to be. Well, or, you know, one could make an argument that finding this item is very key to Koza's day-to-day life of late. And maybe he could cast the spell and it would essentially be like a sonar sounding and we could just sort of get an idea of where in the city it was. This is a bad argument. Yeah, this is no, I, I appreciate you. It's a no. very good argument. <laughs> and what we'll do, what we'll do is we'll go in the city. He'll cast it as a ritual and then we'll wait 10 minutes. You know, we'll wait 10 minutes. He can cast it again after we move in a direction and we'll just figure it out that way. Okay, Koza, another, give me your best bat noise. Another, we need to hear it to figure this out. That was really good. Yeah, yeah actually, I, that was... I'm wait, more on board with your plan now. Move over, Bruce Wayne. We got a new Batman. Um, okay, um, so... Would you just... Does... Are the particular kind of objects that are <laughs> magic goblets that are keys different from the set of objects that are just goblets yes oh okay it's different than just a regular goblet does it resonate in any way with previous magic objects which are keys that we've interacted with potentially good question Mm mm-hmm that was Alon speaking. Johannes is not. Uh, Johannes is not this smart, but yeah, it was a good. It was a good go. So, so you all rewind are going, that. You guys know nothing. <laughs> so you guys are going to rewind. Rewind. You guys are going to get packed up, leave the monastery, and head back down the mountain. Eventually, retrieving your various mounts and your cart. Oh yeah, because we just left them there. <laughs> well, no, you boarded them. They're okay. My god, look at this huge house of raw meat that was built beside the road. <laughs> it's starting to smell. You gotta get out of here. This is gross. It's, a... it's almost like this is a thing that isn't canon in the world because the meat shelter wasn't canon, you guys! Well, no, it was canon to the Feywild. That there's a little something I put together for that horse. Oh my god, you snuck up on us. Why did you put together a small meat hut? Look in her eyes. Look deep, deep into her eyes. That there, that's a horse what has hunger. Hunger for meat and possibly souls. Sam Elliott's creeping me out. Let's get out of here. (laughs) Um, Alita is going to snuggle the absolute crap out of her dear friend and hoist herself up. All right, so back to Tinkerhaven, yeah? Y'all take care now. I'm, uh, I'm sure I'll be seeing you multiple occasions around the world of Alaria. Thank you for taking care Alaria of our mounts and also for building a hut made out of meat to make our one horse more comfortable. The next bonus content we record is this is this Sam Elliott guy and Al Ucard. <laughs> Good luck! So it takes about a day or two, but you're able to get back to Tinkerhaven without really any major event occurring. The only thing on your minds is where the hell is this cup and how the hell do you find it? So did we decide on my sonar plan? No, no, I thought we were going to talk to Sophia. She's a homeowner. Maybe we should do multiple plans. 
Melody is going to hide in the back of the cart. Let me know. Let me know when we're out of Tinkerhaven. Oh, I think we're going to be in Tinkerhaven for a while. That oh is unfortunate. Melody, I can ch we can change the color of your hair. You can be Yedolium. We've got Yedolium. all these. We don't we have all those old priest robes still or did we lose those? Oh, I've got some priest robes. I haven't given them all away yet. Yeah, she could put that on. And and we'll change my hair color. I've always kind of wanted to be a redhead. Good news, because I got a copper robe set in here somewhere. Or you could be a clown, because I have a clown costume. Um, I've already been called a clown by my mother enough times. She'll probably identify me immediately. Or you could be a big clock rat. That's also a thing that mm -hmm. Boat has. I have a rat costume. I have a clown <laughs> costume. Why do you have so many weird costumes? What is your life? Once upon a time, a man named Nolan Bushnell had a dream, and that dream eventually blossomed into Charles Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> Can we go an arc, a single arc of quid pro roll, without mentioning Charles Entertainment Cheese? I personally, I personally believe yeah. the animatronics are built out of copper, and we're going to find them after we get this key. Why ask a question you already know the answer to? Like, I know Chuck E. Cheese's sad backstory now, and it's because of this. Maybe we're going to meet not Chuck E. Cheese, but his cousin, Charles Adventure Cheese. <laughs> Is that an alternate skin for uh, Laura Croft? Lara, Lara Croft? <laughs> Charles Adventure Cheese. Hey, look, we're at the house. Ring-a-ding-dong. <laughs> The door opens with a puff of blue smoke. <coughs> uh, hey guys! Lovely to see you again. Come in. Oh. The smoke as you breathe it in is oddly spicy. Oh. Oh, that's oddly spicy. It's like she's having an affair with Nightcrawler and he had to get away quickly before we open the door. <laughs> it's, it's... No, no, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's 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 Probably not toxic. It's making my lungs all tingly. I don't think I like it. I, that's probably good. That's probably good. So, did you guys find your thing? No, and that's why we're here. That's unfortunate. We're looking. We seek the Grail. Yeah, we're looking. We're looking for a magic cup. I'm oh. willing to tell you my name, my quest, and my favorite color. <laughs> okay. Koza, um, show her. Show her the cup drawing. Oh, oh, sure. Um, here you go. This, this right here. Oh, this is a really lovely drawing. Oh, thank you. This, this looks really good. <laughs> and anyway, um, so what are you trying to do with this very fancy cup? It's important for our quest. Sorry, I just read Carlos Adventurous Quiz. <laughs> okay, so. That's the name of the episode now. <laughs> Carlos Adventurous oh. Queso. That's a great episode. That's name. the name of the Sam Elliott sounding character that Josh did. All right. How wh what is what is this cup? It's like, a like, magic cup. Well, I got that, but like, what is it? Like, what? Why is it important? And how are you? How are we? How are you supposed to find like a a just a cup? It's a very specific cup. It's more than just a cup. It's a key. It's a key cup. 
Okay. You can drink from it and you can use it to open doors. Yes. Maybe even at the same time, but the but the legend is unconfirmed. Okay. So I, I get that it's a key, it's just I'm not super sure how you're going to find this very specific thing in the whole world. Good news, we have a plan. Do you have a potion that allows us to be bats? That's an odd transformation. I don't have something like that, but I should be able to... Alternatively... I, I should do research on that. That could be really interesting. Alternatively, do you have any knowledge of A, a an object that will allow us to scry for another object, B, some sort of scrying potion, or C, the contact information for a scrying professional? Well... I don't have any well-known wizards on my Rolodex. Do you get a copy of the Daily Crier every morning? Because in the back, guess what? Daily Scryer. <laughs> the Daily Scryer. Where I it's just Nelson Moses <laughs> wildly guessing about stuff that'll happen way later <laughs> in the podcast. Saturn rising. It looks like our heroes are in for today. We're dying to be buying some scrying and we're paying money to someone who's supplying. So just hook us up. Um, I, I love the idea that the back of the Daily Crier having the Daily Scryer is just all the want ads. They're seeking things. <laughs> it all I just mean, says love. <laughs> no, no. It's sad. It's called the I've Daily heard, Crier. Yeah. I've heard rumors that there's this really, really powerful wizard to the south, but like, it's a little bit of a ways away. Like how far away? Like, south and across the river. I mean, give it to me in miles or something. That's that's a couple days travel on horseback or a few days travel on foot. Koza, you can't fly yet, right? Oh, um... I mean, not not really, no. Okay. I, th I thought I'd ask. Alternatively, you might be able to look and see if there's anybody in the city. I mean, I'm not really allowed in the Alchemist Guild anymore, but they might have some kind of connection. Is there any kind of discount scrying service somewhere? They'll find you something that looks sort of like what you're looking for? It's close. <laughs> that strikes me as something you don't want to trust. Better question, do you know of any magic item dealers in the area that would be fairly well connected? Gosh, yeah, there are plenty of them, especially, gosh, what's his name? Uh, Lord Aethertwine. He's, like, huge around here for that. Huge as in dealing, collecting? No, he's a member of the League of Thirteen, and he buys... All kinds of fanciness. Like, if it's a magical artifact, he wants it, especially if it's old. At the words, he's a member of the League of Thirteen, Solinar's face scrunches up like someone force-fed him a lemon. Oh, Solinar, your face is scrunching up. I don't want to deal with those people. Well, pour some lime in your mouth. That's the opposite of a lemon. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> so, not into politics, I take it. Don't want to be. That's fair, but yeah, basically, the reason that I mention it is he's a huge buyer of magical artifacts. That because of that, a lot of dealers for magic artifacts come through here in an effort to sell him stuff. Oh my god, we could sell him a magical artifact. Do you guys have magical artifacts? 
We gotta have at least one. This rat costume is pretty take, great. Alita takes her mirror pendant and hides it under her dress. I don't think we've got any magical artifacts for sale. Although, that might change if we could locate our weapons. Oh, we gotta find our weapons. I mean, we well, probably I, know where they are. Well, no, if you remember, I went back there the next day and everybody had cleared out with our weapons. So, like, it's either with the Yurich family. I feel like this discussion about where our weapons are is only lending a lot of weight to my argument that we need to find a scryer. <laughs> Let's go find a scryer boat. We shall inquire about a scryer. <laughs> all right, you all inquire about scryers. I want to go talk to one of these magic item shop dealio dudes. Koza? Um, oh, I don't, I don't know where I'd be most helpful. Um, I guess I can go with, um, go, go talk to the magic collecting person, right? Lord Aethertwine? Yeah. Would he even see you? Would he? I don't Koza's know. Koza's a noble. Koza's a noble. He knows the secret handshake. How frequently does Koza throw out the whole I'm a noble shtick? Um, not often. I don't ride a bike very often, but I can still do it. Koza, do you think you'd be comfortable doing that? Um, well, I, uh, we can give it a, a, a try. I feel like this is kind of important. I'll go with you. Just as backup to be safe. Uh, okay. Uh, Felix is going to make a little and like hop onto your shoulder. All right. Oh my God, Felix knows tort law. <laughs> let's uh, let's try and not spread around the fact that you're a noble too much because I think that may have been how they found us in the first place. Well, what if we we sneak in first? And then once once we we're, we're once we're actually talking to the person, then we can be we can we can talk about how I'm a noble or something. We'll just be like we we can just just show up and then and then say, oh I'm I'm a guest. I'm surprised your your servants didn't tell you I've arrived. And that way we only have to tell tell this one person that I'm a noble. Okay, we'll try that then. I'm just a little nervous about this. The last couple of interactions we've had with nobles have gone poorly. Uh, well, um, I mean, we, we don't have to, but... No, I'm not saying it's a bad plan. I'm just a little worried. Uh, okay. All right, so, Johannes and Boat, you guys are going to go look for scryers, yes? That's correct. Absolutely. So Solinar, you're going to go see about finding some magic item dealers. Yep. Koza, you and Alita are going to go talk to Lord Aethertwine. Mm-hmm. All right. So with your missions in heart, you depart from Sophia's house, ready to figure out how to find this stupid cup.
Good evening. I have been told that I should thank all of our patrons, which give us our dark and powerful energies. I would like to extend our thank yous to Andrew Lay, Caribou Puppy, Dorothy, Haley Dennis, Sarah Lavender, and Stephen W. I wish you only the spookiest of times, and be sure to eat your vegetables. What was this guy's name again? Uh, the League of Thirteen member? Yeah. Lord Vermilion Aethertwine. <laughs> the d and name I've ever made. It sounds like he's going to be appearing at a drag brunch on Saturday. <laughs> What, what is this nickname Ver, of this guy? Vermilion Aethertwine? Did he kill someone in the dining hall with the candlestick? <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah, wait a minute. Vermilion. Vermin. He's Carlos Adventuras Queso. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we figured it out too quick. Now the GM has to scramble and it's change coming, the plans. It's all yeah. coming full circle. Well, anybody, tune in, tune in next week for the thrilling conclusion <laughs> to the storyline. <laughs>